Hey guys, this is Brad and Mike with Kyla from Dallas Geek, <laughs> and we are back live. Huh. <laughs> um, so as you probably noticed from the title of the video, uh, we are back doing our Marvel Phase 3 review. We're finally catching up to the latest movies that have been out, and um, yeah, yeah, gonna give our opinions. See what uh, we thought, bring in a third opinion to be able to get a little extra perspective. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was roped into it. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say roped as much as peer pressure. We, we, we suggested, <laughs> and uh, you couldn't pass up giving Mike crap live. Because yeah, okay. that was that's true. That, that's kind of awesome. That's fair. Mike, how you doing over there? Whatever. <laughs> Here's so, the King comes out. Mm. So, um... Yes, Brad? Great transition. Anyway... <laughs> uh, as always, just to uh, point out, if this is your first time watching one of our videos, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, and, of course, if you are watching us on YouTube, go ahead and don't forget to subscribe down here or on the screen right over here. Um, meh. And on Facebook, don't forget to like and follow us. That's um, up here somewhere, right? Yeah, some, somewhere up here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Meh. Um, Do you realize how ridiculous you look? No, oh, he knows. I want to get out of here. <laughs> and uh, if you like our videos but don't always have time to watch, we have all of our interviews and podcasts on uh, audio for iTunes, for uh, Google Play. Um, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, um, yeah, iHeartRadio, uh, I wait, said I that. said that, uh, Spotify, thank you, Tinder, no, no. Not, so, not so much, <laughs> I mean, maybe you, but no, Grindr, uh, maybe you, maybe <laughs> anyway, uh, so, Marvel Phase 3, uh, overall, what did we think of it, how were the movies, was, was it a successful phase of the MCU? So much happened. <laughs> I'm not recovered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the fact that like this phase alone I think grossed 10 billion dollars I would say it was successful. Just a, just a smidge. A little bit, yeah. I think like the most unsuccessful movie of it was Ant-Man and the Wasp and I think that one made like 400 million dollars. Which so... is saying something. And that's unsuccessful. Like... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd have to say that Phase 3 probably had the most successful, the most popular movies of the entire MCU so far. Yeah. I mean, we got, what, we had, um, Guardians 2. Yep. We had two Spider-Man movies. Yep. We had two Avengers movies. Yep. We had a Captain America movie. Yep. We had uh, an Ant-Man movie. Okay. Uh, we had Doctor Strange. Yep. We had, um, Black Panther. Yep. yep. And who am I forgetting? Really? Is that it? No, Thor? you're missing two. Thor. Uh, we got a third more. Thor, and then we got. Um, What's the other one? It came out this year. Captain Marvel. There you go. Oops. The namesake <laughs> of the whole thing. Oops. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I have to say that 
That's a lot. I mean, we were talking before, and that was this a, is probably no. This is the largest phase of the entire. And that was in a three-year span. Was it three years? Twenty sixteen yeah. was Civil War. So oh, all of that wow. was in a three-year span. Yeah, that that was. That's why we have. That was packed. It was a lot in three years. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, a lot of major events, a lot of just big things that happened, uh, but a lot of good things. Uh, some really amazing things, honestly. Are we talking about you having a kid, or are we talking about movies at this point? Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, your wife having a kid. Oh, yeah, that, that, just, that, that is fair. And you being um, there for moral support. That is fair. I, I can't really uh, take credit for the actual, uh, you know, uh, bringing him into the world part. Right. I mean, he's 50% you. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, have you seen that big-ass head? He is like 90% Brad. <laughs> And 80% of that is in his skull. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that is fair. Um, so, let's uh, go ahead and just quickly go into work, because we do have to go quickly if we're going to actually fit them all in in time. Um, That's what she said? <laughs> well. Why'd you have to go there? That's also Doesn't he what always she said. Innuendos are fine, language is fine. <laughs> Is the difference of what gets us, uh... You so know. we can play with double entendres, then, is what you're telling me. Oh, yeah. That, that won't get us, uh, demonetized <laughs> in the enough. future when we become monetized. It's, it's all a thing. I was gonna say, do we really have to worry about that right now? Now, no. But eventually, we do want this to be able to actually do something for us. That's what eventually. she said? Uh, eventually. So, uh, what was the first movie in the, uh, you, you three, Mike? Yes. You sure? Yes. Positive. <laughs> no. Good. So, Mike... Mike, uh, what 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 was the first movie in Phase Three? Are you legitimately asking me because you don't know, or are you because you know and you want me to talk about it? What do you think? The first one? It's the latter. <laughs> that means the first one, right? That means the last one. Oh, oh, shit. Uh, wow. It was uh, Captain America: Civil War. Yes. And what did you think of it? Uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> hey, Obviously. Oh, I thought it was natural. <laughs> On top of the fact that it was a... <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? Uh, uh -huh. yeah, so she's never allowed on one of these ever again. You'll always try to get me in front of the camera. Right. Not live! <laughs> Mike, continue. What did we think? Uh, I know what I thought, and the only thing, that, you know, that's really the only opinion I care about anyway. Mm -hmm. um, no, the movie was fantastic. It was built up perfectly. Um, over the course of, I guess, two phases, because you had the first Avenger in phase one, you had Winter Soldier in phase two, and then they had also kind of started building towards it in phase two with other movies. Um, but no, this movie, this movie solidifies what I had always known, which is Tony Stark <laughs> is the biggest piece of crap on the planet and the greatest villain in the MCU. I mean, you're not wrong. No, uh, no, I'm not. But we can we can literally just go down a laundry list of shit that he caused, that he was the root problem for. We have a time frame for this live stream. Yes. Yeah. We, 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 <laughs> we, we I don't care. Thing, but yeah, no, it it nope. is. Nope. I'm playing my filibuster. No. I'm no. <laughs> this isn't Parks and Rec. We're not going into some weird fanfic about how this crosses over with okay, Star well, Wars. Number one, like, especially because he's missing his rollerblades too. So like. Number one, it wasn't weird fanfic. Number two, the Pat Oswald Star Wars filibuster might be one of the greatest things in the history of television. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
So, yeah, no, I mean, it is, I mean, it, it does kind of have to go to say that Civil War did kind of prove that most of the issues in the MCU were caused by most. Tony Stark. At least 75%. That, Nothing that connected to Thor was uh, Tony's fault. What was connected to Thor, though? Loki. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie is the reason why they lose in Infinity War, and I will always stand by that. Oh, absolutely. No, I, the, the Civil War was absolutely why uh, Infinity War was even possible mm -hmm. in yep. the first place. Because Tony Stark is a D-bag. That has to get his own way, otherwise he throws a temper tantrum like a ten-year-old. Yeah. And you don't? No. <laughs> because I never don't get my way. <laughs> Plus, Civil War brought Not back uh, your favorite character, <laughs> the Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, got more screen time. And he kicks uh, the time. crap out of even more people in this one. Yeah. But this time, he knew what he was doing. Except for like halfway through the movie when he got brainwashed again. Uh, okay. Okay. Plus this, but we we also got the introduction of Black Panther, and which was a uh, which was a great way to do a soft intro for him. And the other big introduction, Underoos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah. Uh. Which I remember watching that second trailer, and he just catches the shield, and he's just like, "Hey, everyone!" I was like. What? <laughs> They're yeah, actually doing it? That, okay, that, that, that okay, ugh. That may have been a better introduction than Black Panther, although the end result of Black Panther's movie, I think, was stronger than the first Spider-Man movie, but... Was it, though? Yeah, I, I, I think it really was. The end result, yeah. But are we talking because of societal commentary, or are we talking because of The what quality it, of the actual storytelling. I was completely wrong with Black Panther, personally. I mean, yes, like oh, with no. every other movie in the MCU, there were issues with the plot that you can pick apart all day long, but in terms of the depth and complexity of storytelling, uh, Black Panther was stronger than Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm going to hold my thought on that because we're going to get to these movies later. Yes, we are. Uh, speaking of, after Civil War, we had... Well, I wasn't done with Civil War. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Fine. What was it? What else you have? You can talk for a couple hours on Civil War, though. I can. I will. <laughs> you have 60 seconds. Go. <laughs> Is this your love life? One. Um, wow. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Twenty. What? That is not how math works. Um, I'm a math teacher. Yes, it does. That's not how sequential numbering works. That's not how anything 47, works. Forty-seven. Uh, Forty-eight. <laughs> you skipped the board one. So now you're gonna go in order. What the hell? Uh, so with Civil War, uh, sixty-nine. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> Looking at you, not him. No, I said fifty-nine. Uh, he said sixty-nine. Uh, you both said. No, I said fifty-nine. Um, no, so the, what? The big thing with Civil War was we finally got that build-up to, and we saw it in. Age of Ultron, where it's it was, they had the big comic book moment mm, yeah. where there was the scene and the way that it was shot, like it actually felt like a splash page, and like that it was something did. that Whedon did specifically in <clears throat> in Age of Ultron when they're all trying to defend the drill and it's kind of going person to person and they're all doing that thing, and mm -hmm. this one was literally they're all running at each other and then they all just converge on each other. 
So I will. Is it like a slow mo frame in there for like a split second? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I will. They're not stopping. I will argue. Neither are we. I will argue. <laughs> oh, here we go. I will argue this like, one oh, with we're you. Doing this. Uh, as, with as many flaws as Age of Ultron had, that particular moment, that comic book splash uh, scene moment, was better in Avengers and Age of Ultron than it was in Civil War. Yeah. Because the scope of the scene <clears throat> was just so much more grandiose in the other two and in reality it was only for that half second that the scope felt big and then a split second later you realize oh this is basically just a small group of uh people fighting on a tarmac uh on a uh, in an abandoned part of a, a like an airport just, i like that but we also though. got we also it, it lacked the grandiose nature that, that the up, comics usually have. But they that. followed that up Fair. with the fact that the Act 3 fight wasn't this big over the top. Yeah, it was literally them fighting in a bunker because the entire story was about those two. Yeah, and, and that's what it did so well is it brought it everybody and then they brought it all back to this very intimate, very like, these are two friends beating the hell out of each other moment. With, within the context of the movie, yeah, it worked. But if we're going to be trying to say that it was a great, uh, you know, that great comic book moment, it, for me, lacked the, the, the massive nature that that type of scene should have. Like, it... If the camera had stayed tight the entire time and hadn't gone from, okay, big comic book moment, big comic book moment, and then wide angle, it would have had more depth for me. But the fact that they cut out and you're going, oh, that's just like a, a small squabble. It, well, it, it wasn't really a squabble. It wasn't a small squabble when Ant Man was a giant man. And then there was the introduction of Spider Man. The beam and the. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, property damage wise, but still. Anyway, uh, I like the juxtaposition personally because, like, going from yes, yeah, so, like you always have like these big, huge moments of like, oh, there's so much crap going. I said crap, okay. so Man. much crap going on. <laughs> crap's okay. Well, I know crap's okay, but like, I yeah. my brain said the other one, so I was like, wait, which one did I say? Hello. <laughs> um, so much crap going on, but like he said, it was it showed that it was just like a small squabble between like superheroes who are beating the crap out of each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked it personally. I had I think it was more impactful than the Ultron run, but that's. Oh, yeah. Me personally. Well, that's because the movie overall was stronger than Age of Ultron. I mean, a lot of them were, though. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I know the movie was stronger, but I'm saying, like, comparing the scene where he said we're going person to person around in the circle mm. versus the two coming at each other on the tarmac. Sure. The two coming at each other on the tarmac, to me, was much more memorable. Okay, okay. He, like, just looking at those two specifically, not, like, the movie as a whole. Fair enough. That's just me. So then, after Civil War, we had... Doctor Strange. Which... <laughs> Which, by the way, I think it was on a previous podcast or a video that I said that I would give your soul if I could have Benedict Cumberbatch play Doctor Strange. Was it really? Yes. <laughs> well, so you 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 got your wish. I did. But I mean, and when you do the edited version of this video, you're gonna have to go back and sift through the archive, find oh, that clip, no. and insert no, it. No, 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 no. Yes. There won't be an edited version of this as long as there are no technical difficulties this time. I'm so not, I'm start, not spinning that, uh, that I just start knocking stuff over. I'm just going to smack you, but it's not going to I'll smack him for so you. If I just start <laughs> dropping F-bombs, then. I think so I'll I'm really going to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, and so, then I just, yeah. I got my wish, so. Yeah, no, you did. You, you might have no. to be paying up soon. Mm. Um, but yeah, so what, uh, 
what was really the best part about uh, Doctor Strange? Because I think of all of Phase 3, while it had the most impact on the phase overall, it may have been the weakest standalone film. Uh, uh I don't know about that. Eh. Which one to say is weaker then? It Captain was Marvel. Right. Really? What did it? Yeah. What did it do? What did it provide? What did it give us? Potentially set up for uh, additional phases, which this. Uh, but this one did that even more so, mm. and it gave us huge plot points for movies moving forward. Okay. Like. Okay, I. The, the fact that that's fair. So, the that's fact that's that fair. Kevin Feige and inter or Feige and in interviews was like, yeah, the whole idea of the multiverse we already introduced in Doctor Strange, just nobody was paying attention. Fair, fair. Watch it. Um. Okay, so. Doctor Strange was awesome, though. Yeah. I love Doctor. No, it was. It was. I really liked. That was my personal favorite. I really liked Cumberbatch. Like I thought that was a. What? Vandersnatch. What? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Thank you. Why do we have her here? Um, <laughs> oh, you invited me. <laughs> uh, invited the strong word. Um, wow. I lost my train of thought. Thanks. Somebody else talk. Bendit Cumberbatch. Uh, awesome. Fantastic. Um, really was a fantastic choice for the character. Uh, the flow of the movie was also really good too. Set up a lot of stuff for future. Oh, excuse me, movies not only in his franchise but in the MCU, MCU in large. And then it did introduce us one of the Infinity Stones as well. And who else did it introduce for us? The Ancient One? The Ancient One. No. Who cares about that? Uh, SJWs? No. Who else was introduced in that movie? The most important man, potentially important man in the MCU. I don't know who you're referring to, I'm sorry. Sidekick. Oh, Wong. <laughs> Wong. Freaking Wong. <laughs> I mean, tell me he was not the critical linchpin for making the end fight for Endgame even possible. Oh, I mean, that, that, yeah. It's very true. Just saying. Although it all comes back to Strange because it was Strange's plan. Of the 14 million. But do you really trust the Strange would have had the plan without Wong being there to support him? Yes. Really? Because he's Doctor Strange, bitch. But it's Wong. He's Benedict Cumberbatch, bitch. But it's Wong. <laughs> anyway, um, but I will say, uh, you want to talk about weak uh, it also Marvel felt villains? Like, well, it also felt like the most unformulaic Marvel film too. Okay. Yeah. Because they did some really bizarre out there stuff in terms of the storytelling and in terms of the visuals as well. So uh, the yeah. VFX, the VFX <laughs> like the visual, like the, the visual effects especially. I was just like, that are they upside later. down right now, or are we upside yeah. down? What the hell's going on? Later like, turned into a meme too. Yeah. <laughs> like the VFX in that, honestly, they they were able to take something that we had previously uh, previously seen sort of done with um, Inception Inception, and not not replicate it but oh like my god now it. I want Christopher Nolan to direct the Marvel movie <laughs> <laughs> like they, they didn't replicate what uh, what it did they Any topped it like they uh, they genuinely topped it for the VFX side because right. yeah, yeah. they took that effect and said no 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 we got something else that we can do with this that will make it 
genuinely trippy without hitting that uncanny valley because what right. we're gonna do, you aren't gonna care about the uncanny valley. It's just gonna be a thing. <laughs> yeah. No, so, it, but it did have one of the weaker villains, well, two of the weaker villains, technically. Uh, yeah. Played by Mads Mikkelsen, so he automatically jumps up like eight points. Really? Yes. Because Mads is greatness. He seems much more emo than most of the MCU villains. Well, it's because and you the... also have this one to compare it to. <laughs> I mean, do we really need to go back and look at such great villains as Whiplash and Justin Hammer? Or the Mandarin? Mandarin. Hey, hey. Phase four is bringing in the Tin Ring. Force, <laughs> you said we weren't going to talk about that today. We're not. We're not. Well, you can't effing say that and then say we don't get to talk about it. <laughs> they have the internet. It's fine. Uh, I don't care if they have the internet. <laughs> anyway, um, so what else? Um, after Doctor Strange, we had Guardians Two: Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Which, if there was ever going to be I'm a movie... I'm still surprised that actually wasn't the title of the movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if there was ever going to be a movie that that could have been the, the perfect part of the title, it. that should have been Right. It. Yeah. We actually got David Hasselhoff in that movie. We did get David Hasselhoff in that movie. Like, properly. Not a picture of him. We got David freaking Hasselhoff yeah. to actually make a cameo. Yeah. And Stallone. Stallone. And, oddly, Miley Cyrus. Yep. Still not Michael Rosen. I'm saying that one. Yeah. Um. So much. Yeah. That movie was fun. It was a fun. Kurt movie. Russell. So Kurt Russell, honestly, a lot of people give uh, him and his uh, his character flack. I gotta say, he may have been one of the more. He well was an developed. evil bastard. His, he may have been one of the more well-developed yeah. uh, villains <laughs> in the franchise so far because there's you, you don't mean much to him. <laughs> yeah. But his backstory was like it made sense. There really weren't any plot holes in why he was doing what he was doing. How? Eh, sure. But why? No. It, it made complete sense. And even the motivation that ended up giving uh, Peter Quill. It made sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it just worked. His name actually follows function. Forms follows function. Hmm? Form follows function. His name is Ego. Stop Has talking. big. What? Just stop. That's the teacher in me. Also, <laughs> his motivations are based around everything that the ego is focused on, mm -hmm. which is basic survival. Don't encourage her. My English teacher would be proud of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> she. Yes. Sorry, what she? With yes. That anyway. Purple hair and nose ring. Devil worshippers nose ring. And eh. the plethora of tattoos. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I'm not. Man. I don't anyway. need you to be proud of me. Somebody I'm proud of you. Thank you. Don't I encourage that. <laughs> so, um, Guardians Two. Uh, how do you compare to the first one? Um. Way more serious. Yeah. Not as, like, bouncy, flouncy, lighthearted as we got in the first one. It still had it, but, like, yeah. this one really pulled at the heartstrings hard. 
actually gave hashtag daddy issues much. Yeah. Actually gave yeah, Spielberg Nebula break, direct this damn movie. Yeah. Jesus gave Nebula proper character development this right. time around. Mm -hmm. She wasn't just a uh, side character that oh no, sure, she did. The, I was about to say she did a lot of girl, yeah. I was about to say they character. did a lot with her. They did a lot with um, Yondu. Oh, oh my gosh! I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Seriously, Michael Rooker, like you look like Mary Poppins. I like. Is he a badass? Yeah, he is. I like Michael I'm Mary Rooker Poppins, before this, but Guardians Two honestly made me love Michael Rooker. Mm -hmm. Like, I How need more. Already? I need more of him in everything. Cause it, it's just, it, it's a thing. It go needs to be Maul, a thing. Go, go watch Mallrats and then tell me you don't love him already. We just rewatched Mallrats. Oh Rats. hell, he was in that. Wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's clear for Lonnie's dead. <laughs> If he yeah, shows so, up again, you have my personal permission to castrate him. It has been so long since I've seen that movie. I completely we, we, forgot. We, we just it watched it like <sighs> Friday night. <laughs> no, oh, that's Friday awesome. Night. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah. Really did a great job of, like, again, it didn't feel like a formulaic superhero movie. Yeah. Like, they went out of their way to do a lot of character developing. They did a lot of world building. And then they also, it was... Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then also, like I said, it was just a it was it was an emotional movie. Yeah. Like oh, I, I cried. You would. And you didn't. I uh, know I cried like a bit. <laughs> I was like in the theater, just like. <laughs> yeah, I was not okay. Oh. <laughs> Again, read the reason why I'm still recovering. The from funeral this whole scene phase. at the end. Yeah. Spoilers <sighs> if you. Haven't seen. Sorry, you had time. Uh, yeah, it's only been two years. Eh. The funeral scene at the end, like his death, got me. Yeah. But the funeral scene, that one just oh, that kicked out. me in the then the, gut. the original lineup of the original Guardians, oh. played by Stallone. And oh, oh. Yep. that was awesome. That was so great. And then of course the end credit scene. Which, Which one? Who knows? <laughs> well, the, the one uh, that like we were all hoping would have some kind of connection later on in Phase 3, maybe, and then we still don't know if it's going to happen uh, after the announcement of what's happening in Phase 4. Who knows? Uh, with um, Adam Warlock and... Uh, oh. Ah, yeah. Yes. Who knows what's going to happen there oh, if it's they uh, even it's continue they to remember like, that. Can't just not, it's happening. Can't just introduce if they're bringing in Shang-Chi, they're going to give Adam Warlock something mm -hmm. to do. Please? So, honestly, if they completely ignore Adam Warlock for uh, Guardians 3 and then wait until Phase 5 to finally bring him in, That's... I might actually well, laugh. Uh, so, <laughs> like you and I said, or like I was telling you guys earlier, there's three movie dates that they confirmed that they did not announce anything for yesterday. Yeah. And they're all in 2022. One's February, that'll probably be Black Panther. Mm. One's in May, that could be Guardians, and then the other one's July. And Captain Marvel 2. No. You know what I want. Feige already said Captain Marvel 2 is no. gonna be a thing. I know it is. You want they it. can put her on the back burner. Just because you want Fantastic Four. I want the Fantastic <laughs> Four. <laughs> How do you know they're not going to be introduced in somebody else's movie as a soft uh, intro? Mm. The only one that would make sense would be Black Panther. Black Panther got introduced in somebody else's movie, and that doesn't discredit his movie at all. They are the first family of Marvel. They will get their own movie. They deserve a proper introduction after the crap they've had to deal with for the last decade and a half. 
Yeah, especially the Josh Trank But seeing as how we've had two lackluster uh, introductions to them, right. do we really need an intro movie? Yes. Or do we just want to go in with what happened Let's... with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man yep. and uh, he's just established? You know, That wasn't been... Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, that was the, the MCU Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, MCU's... Well, sorry, I was also thinking the, the animated series, too. Yeah. We, we, kind of we just talked Spider-Man a lot. I'm, I'm still... Yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, the director's cut of Spider-Man 2 was on that weekend that home or Far From Home dropped. Yeah. Director's cut's better than Far From Home. I haven't seen director's cut yet. Oh, you need what? to see the director's cut. It's about 30 minutes longer. What? And it's yes. Isn't that, like, two? Isn't that the longest movie out of the yeah. three? Yeah. yeah, it was. Interesting. 30 minutes? Yep, you need to see it. Is it extra 30 minutes like, really put it... It's all character development. Huh. Okay. Wait, for who? Everyone. Okay. It's like five minutes for each person or something? Pretty much. (laughs) Like the scene where he goes to his doctor, where he goes to the doctor or whatever, and the doctor's telling him, like, you're not supposed to be Spider-Man. Or you're maybe, you're dreaming that because you're not supposed to... Like, that scene's another six or seven minutes longer. Hmm. Okay. I'm just like, I remembered halfway through, I was like, this is the director's cut. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I was like, I forgot how good the director's cut was. It is better than the theatrical cut. Okay. Anyway. Think Blade so, Runner. And then Blade yeah, Runner but, uh, so, Guardians 2, great. Yeah. Yeah. And then after Guardians 2, we had... 10 out of 10. I'm trying to remember, was it Thor, or was it... It was Thor. No, it was Spider-Man. No. Yeah. It was Homecoming. We had Spider-Man Homecoming, and we already talked a bit about this in our Spider-Man retrospective, but just to recap really quickly, it was okay. It was good. It was alright. It was good. It was there. It was was a solid introduction for this version of Spider-Man. No, it it did a lot of... It brought him back to being a kid. Like, a kid with a lot of issues and a lot of confidence issues and always questioning himself. It grounded his character in the type of... Oh, we got to see Tony Stark be more of a dick. Except this time it was to a teenager. So to be fair, hey, this, I'm gonna give you this, this time it was. I'm gonna merited. give you this. Uh, I'm gonna this give time you this. it was merited. No, it wasn't. Really? I'm gonna give you this super powered suit, but I'm not gonna show you how to use it or anything like that. Just make your best judgment. Oh, okay. by the way, because you're a 16 year old kid. Okay, that part was a little that stupid. Was just, that was yes. just bad. Don't give uh, don't give someone a super powered suit and then not tell them how it works. And no, also or, or <laughs> hey Tony, yeah. um, I'm dealing with this. Uh, I could really use your help. Oh, what's that? You're at a wedding somewhere, and you're not gonna show up to help me? Okay, I guess I'll just do it on my own next time. Oh, because you didn't show up last time to help me. Now you're gonna chastise me because I tried to do it on my own this time. Okay, that's right. I get one f bomb, right? No. No. This isn't that kind of PG-13. You should tell them like it's soft PG-13. Because soft PG-13 doesn't get the F-bomb. Or I can, yeah, but I can still decapitate people in a soft PG-13. We don't have the special effects budget for that. And I don't want to about tribute. faking it. I don't volunteer as tribute. <laughs> I will throw Brad underneath that button. I won't. It's fine. I won't swing at Brad. <laughs> Somebody's got to do the tech stuff, right? And oh, yeah, because you're, you're a lost cause. Yeah, I'm just here to look ready. Yeah. Anyway, um... So then, ah. after Far From Home... I see you're failing at it. Oh, so, well, uh, also... You mean Homecoming? Yeah, Homecoming. Yeah. After Homecoming... Uh, well, and then we well, also... So at the end of Homecoming, we did get the introduction of Matt Gargan. Right. Which was interesting. 
But with Homecoming, we also <coughs> got the best thing. The introduction of... No. Oh. Uh, I was going to say the uh, the introduction of um, Michael Keaton into the MCU. There you but... go. Okay. No, I was saying no to her. Oh. I was just repeating what you said. Yeah, I know, because you're an idiot. Um, yes, I'm sitting it was, right not, beside Not only you. was it Keaton back into superhero movies, it was Keaton back into superhero movies as the villain. And he, was and he did a great pretty, villain. He yeah. was pretty damn evil. <laughs> like, I think everybody yeah. that knew the comics and knew the previous Spider-Man movies, the second that we all heard that the villain for Homecoming was going to be Vulture, yeah. I think there was just a collective... Huh? Why? Like, oh, so like, I guess Sam Raimi is going to get to make his fourth movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then we actually saw Vulture. Yeah. And... Oh my like, god. Well, they also, remember, they introduced <laughs> Prowler, too, because the, the character that Childish Gambino pay, plays is Prowler. Yeah, yeah, They introduced yeah. Shocker. They introduced Well, Scorpion. they introduced Shocker, then they killed Shocker. They didn't introduce Prowler, didn't they? They introduced Scorpion. Yeah, but Shocker doesn't count if he dies. Uh, he does if the tech is still out there. Fine. Someone else can pick it up. So, Fine. I just want to point out Shocker. that, like, after Far From Home. Are, are, are you assuming this is going to be just a, a serendipitous We Are Mysterio kind of thing? Into the Spider-Verse? No, I just want to point out <laughs> we're going to talk about it later when we get to Far From Home, but four of the six Sinister Six are in play now. Mm. Oh. That's true. In two movies. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so after Spider-Man was Thor. Which was the best surprisingly movie. amazing. Considering I what... still really like the first one. Eh. Eh. I don't know. I this, still this say one was... the first one was the weakest of Phase One, and that cons uh, factors in no, uh, Iron Man Two, Iron Man the 2 being no. in there. Iron Man 2 I think the it was weakest. weaker than uh, Iron Man Two. I think you're out of your damn mind. Wow. Um, especially you're with... also biased. Especially why? You know, you hate Tony Stark. Iron Man One is a fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. fine. And then it just went downhill. I don't know. I, I'll rewatch Thor Ragnarok before I watch Thor 1 or 2 again. Plus, you know, Thor did give us Loki. Meh. Only good thing from it. Natalie Portman. <laughs> what do you think I'm into? <laughs> I proposed to Loki, remember? Remember Look, this? Looking you at you right now, I have I'm... no idea. I proposed to Loki on a bachelor party. I had a dare and proposed to a stranger, and I proposed to a guy dressed up as Loki <laughs> in the middle of a restaurant <laughs> in downtown Dallas. Uh, I'll show you that picture later. That's awesome. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, so... But no, uh, Thor 3 was amazing. Uh, Ragnarok was fantastic. It was... Jack Goblin. An interesting villain... Blanchett. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I still think that even though I'm not really a Kate Blanchett fan, like I, for the most part, think that she can be severely overrated. Sometimes. Name one film. I said sometimes, not every. Uh, not Name one. Uh, later. We don't have time. We're already. Hmm. Would you be nice? Wow. Anyway. I think that she could have done so much more with Hela, 
and it just there wasn't enough time because so much else was crammed into the movie. Yeah. I think Hella could have had so much more development. That would have been mm -hmm. awesome. I honestly uh, think there should have been more time spent on uh, the Warriors Three. I mean, if you're gonna kill them all off, yeah. at least give them more than like a half second cameo each. Yeah. <laughs> Fleeting. But. Yeah. Yeah, I just. That was the weakest part of the movie. Yeah. Everything else about it was amazing, especially okay. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> because Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I don't disagree. You don't need any more explanations. It's Jeff Goldblum. Sexy Ian Malcolm, yes, got it. Has aged well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and here you were painting him about gray hair. He looks fine. <laughs> I thought it was really dangerous. <laughs> 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 you know, not everybody knew about that. I'm not sorry. <laughs> you said I could give him crap, right? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so we also, uh, we, we did get one other uh, awesome bit. Well, several other awesome bits, but uh, one of my favorite ever. awesome bits. Um, the throwdown between uh, Thor and Hulk, mm -hmm. which was just greatness. <laughs> He's too pissed with me right now <laughs> to have a proper conversation. <laughs> so, uh, like, it was so great to see those two go head to head, especially uh, when the previous two Avengers movies, they had had like a, a back and forth mm -hmm. thing where it was always mostly in good fun. Yeah. And then this time, not really. Uh, oh, it's okay, I know him! Wow! <laughs> it's okay, I know him. I didn't okay, like, say, like, like, say it anything. <laughs> I know, it's super dangerous for me to say that, and I'm like <laughs> centimeters away from well, him. Um, but yeah, so, and then of course we got the introduction of Valkyrie. Uh, yep. We finally got to see Thor come into his full power, which was awesome. Um, because we, we finally got to see him just really... Really the god of thunder. <laughs> yeah, like, not, not the god of hammers, the god of thunder. It was great. Oh, no. I activated the teammates button, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, so... Plus, we got to see, uh, we got more Ruffalo time on screen. Mm -hmm. Which worked. Bruce Banner, strongest Avenger. <laughs> what? If you're gonna hit me, just do it. I'll get one free pot shot. Just drink your coffee. There you go. Now, now, um, do you have anything else to say about Ragnarok? No. <laughs> wow. Okay. Then moving on from Ragnarok which had the end credit scene, which was tied in with the end credit scene from Guardians. Where everything so like this. it all <laughs> worked out together. Um, and then following Ragnarok, we got Kyla. Don't ask me. <laughs> Infinity War. Oh yeah, okay. That's right. No. No. We Wait. Black Panther. Yeah, but it's Black, Black Panther. Panther. Oh yeah, Black Panther and Infinity. That's why I, Sorry, I was, was thinking, flip flop uh, chronologically. Nah. 
think uh, chronological rather than release dates. Yeah. My bad. Uh, Black Panther. Would you cheer up? No. Oh, get the hell over it. Uh, did you, have you found one yet? All right then. I found white. Does that count? No. That's what he had. <laughs> I've had gray hair since I was 12. It's not a big deal. Wow. Granted, mine's also a birthmark too, but I also have gray hair now. And you so say like... I'm the vain one. Anyway, so Black Panther. Really good. Mike. Yeah. How was it? It was good. I'm sorry, I made him all grumpy. I'm not a cat. Why are you petting me? It's okay. <laughs> Chin scratches. It's okay. Oh my gosh, yes. Like, really Michael well. Michael Jordan being brought into the MCU was one of the best things that uh, has happened to the MCU. I thought, like, oh, I really Especially like Especially after he got brutally tortured by being cast in the previous fan stick piece of... Yeah. We don't talk about that. We really don't. It's like Fight Club. No. First of all, Fight Club. No, 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 don't, don't compare those two movies. I'm just saying you don't compare those two movies. No, 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 not compare it, just using it as reference if you don't talk no, about we, it. No, we don't even use a reference uh, for comparison. That, it, that movie doesn't deserve to have a <laughs> decent movie That's fair. related okay. to it. That's fair. That's fair. Hell, that movie doesn't even uh, deserve to have it be referenced in the same sense as The Phantom Menace. What are you talking Ooh. about? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So, Black Panther was yeah. fantastic. So, even got... if it was basically the real live-action Lion King. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Iron Man 3 was live-action Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah. With a little bit of anxiety. That's pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much what Iron Man 3 was. Incredibles with anxiety. Panic attacks. Yeah, this was basically Lion King in human form. And they were even running around dressed as cats. And remember, I see the real live action, because what's in theaters right now is not live action. It's all CGI. CGI. It's just a different type of animation. Don't, don't, no. Still gonna go see it. Just no. <laughs> um, no, yeah, like you said, Jordan coming in and playing the villain was fantastic. It was a great casting choice, plus it helped that Ryan Coogler directed it. Oh, yeah. Whenever Ryan Coogler directs a movie, Michael B. Jordan's in it. Plus, with them working Contractually together. obligated. Yeah. Well, as, as great of a like job they both did on Creed. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. Also, another good movie. Yeah. But the supporting characters were also really good. Yeah. Yes. Boye, you brought in Shuri. Shuri! Um, which everybody <laughs> loves Shuri. She was amazing. So Shuri was amazing. Okoye may have been my favorite supporting cast member. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I I I loved her deadpan, very super serious attitude about literally everything. I kind of liked Mbaku, just a dude that's just big and shows up and beats the hell out of everything. You would. So have you ever? Like Raphael. 
Have you ever actually uh, <clears throat> heard him in interviews? Mm -hmm. He is the exact opposite yep. of his character. Soft and cuddly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Which is so funny because uh, was it, there was uh, one of the late night shows. Uh, he was on there with uh, the rest of the cast and uh, they read some of the uh, like the thirsty tweets yeah. about him. Oh my to gosh. Him. And he just <laughs> had uh, some of the funniest yeah. giggles about it. He's like, oh my god. Really? Well, some it of the was tweets amazing. about it were pretty. Oh, it's like mm -mm, Baku thick. <laughs> like, he like reads that and he just like drops basically like the phone that he's reading it off. Of. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there were a couple uh, ooh daddies in there yes, that he, there yeah. he couldn't keep a straight face for, which was awesome. Uh, but yeah, like the, he was he was a great great character. Um, and even like that initial dynamic at the beginning where you're it set up like. Okay, so he could actually be, like, a potential villain later. Yeah. Like, obviously he won't be, but the way that they set him up was so fantastic. Right. So, that brings something else to it. Drink your coffee. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's something else that you've seen, is with the MCU, they've really gone out of their way to make it known that this is a different universe. Yeah. By like, yeah, this character's evil over in the MC or in the the or the, the comics universe, the six one six universe, and the Ultimates universe, but this is its own universe. Yeah, this isn't that character. No. Which which you see really nice. which you see in Captain Marvel. Yeah, you do. We just talked about that. For better day, or worse, didn't we? No. for better or worse. Um, and Spider Man Far From Home. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. Do we have anything else to say about Black Panther? I mean, other than the fact that it really was a groundbreaking film for the MCU, because and Bozeman was fantastic. Even though, and this is this is the part that say what you will about the social commentary aspect of it. There was a lot of that, which was you know, which honestly, which is good because they weren't was, afraid to tackle it. Yeah, it, it was a very important film and it was for that. Done, how yeah. it was done, it 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 tackled it without being like. In your Here face. it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually did it Tasty. well. Yes, like it wasn't just there for the sake of it. It was there and written in a way that made it, sense. It wasn't clickbaity. It was. Yeah. Oh no, that that final I, I, scene. I love that word. Killmonger. Yes, I love that term for this. It, yeah. it was not clickbaity. Like that so final many other scene movies try to make it. Though, like I yeah. can just think, I got chills thinking about it just now because like it was so well written. Oh yeah. You have to like. Yes, no. Yeah. But even yes. but even more than that, um, if we want to go off the premise, which uh, we talked about in our first, uh, our phase one review, that the entire cast of phase, uh, of the MCU, other than Captain America, was the B team that was being brought in yeah. Yeah. Uh, to build up the MCU. Black Panther was the first movie for a solo character, because Guardians definitely is, uh, for the comics, was like C-team, if that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Black <laughs> Panther was the first the solo backup, character backup, backup film backup <laughs> that truly uh, <clears throat> proved that the MCU can bring in a character no matter how niche, no matter how non-mainstream they are, and they can make them popular. Yeah. And this, that may have been the most significant contribution that uh, Black Panther had to the MCU was to prove the level of quality that the MCU brought in their yeah. directors, in their writers, right. in their casting, that literally the most niche character they could think of at the time 
could be made one of the most popular. And it's also to the public, not just the coming days, yeah. to the public. And it's just another another I guess piece of I'm trying to think of how to word this. I just yeah. lost my train of thought. I mean it's another it's another example of them understanding the right directors, the right writers, and the right actors yeah. to bring a character to life. Yeah. And bringing in somebody like Ryan Coogler, uh, from a directing standpoint, was a massive deal because you're bringing in a director that most other studios would never have looked at for a movie no. like this. Yeah. And it, I mean, can't really say that it makes up for uh, kicking Patty Jenkins off Thor 2, but it definitely uh, shows that they have been trying to get back in the right direction of caring about the talent of the director more than their star power. Right. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Um, so then, after Black Panther, we had Infinity War. And oh. credit scene. Yeah. yeah. Bucky Barnes coming back and being all... Peachy. And finally kind of giving us the like, yeah, it's about to go down. Yep. And it goes down. And then it goes down in Infinity War. <laughs> Which everything uh, hits so <laughs> not even not so many even. story threads got pulled together in that movie. And that's yes. and that's like and that was something that God, was it Collider? Was it Entertainment Weekly the big that did the big thing that like they literally were on set with them a year out? Mm. And they had to wait till they had to basically wait a year to run the story because it, it basically they they were hiding the fact that every every member of the production team, the writers, directors that worked on all of the other Phase Three films were on set as mm. consultants for Infinity War. Sure. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who who it was that did that story. I think it was. I don't remember. I I, I know. What you're, I remember the story you're talking about, but I do not remember who published. But like they literally were just like, yeah, we're pulling everybody in on this. Yeah, like yeah. to the point that they were filming like Black Panther, like the ba the Black Panther crew was doing stuff for Infinity War before Black Panther yeah. had even come out. <clears throat> Which that actually worked out the Captain Marvel so much team. better than uh, the Captain Marvel team in Endgame. Right. Seeing as how they really didn't know what was happening uh, with Endgame and Captain Marvel until the Captain Marvel movie. Right. Yeah. And but Black Panther's team absolutely knew what was happening and yeah. they were on top of it. But like literally the fact that every writer and every director was a consultant on this film. Yeah. And they were on set. From a directing standpoint, that I don't know if any other movie no. has had that many directors involved in a single film in such a collaborative way. Yeah. Like that was Yes, and it shows. It does. Yeah, it so does. Like the pacing was amazing. The well story was because I mean, it they was, did it, it the way they did. Ten-year build. Yeah, because the, they did it the way they did. Every scene with every character felt completely true to that character's movies version of the character compared to all the other crossover films before where it felt like that film's version of the character yeah. uh, and that director's interpretation of the yeah. character. This felt like the characters in their purest form yep. in one movie, which you just don't get. No. But it's, it's a style of filmmaking that I hope more studios take note of for other similar collaborative efforts because 
I would love to see this type of final product more often, even if it's not necessarily a, a comic book movie. Yeah. Um, like, I'd even go so far as to say, uh, you know, any of the other nerdy franchises, uh, like say, uh, 10, 20 years down the line, whenever uh, there's a sustained um, Power Rangers franchise. Or, uh, well, that's it, probably not going to happen because we're anything about to else, that again. Yeah, well, or anything else yeah, that yeah, Hasbro yeah. owns, you know, uh, G.I. Joe or uh, that's gonna get Transformers again. or that's whatever. Like all that. Yeah, I'd be okay with having one of those uh, franchises bring in the pr past directors to uh, yeah. direct the scenes for the uh, characters that their movies brought in. Let's keep Michael Bay the hell away from future Transformers. Uh, that, that their character, uh, that their but movies explosions. brought in. Like, let's you know, keep Michael uh, Bay Bumblebee, the hell away from Like, Transformers. bring in the Bumblebee director for yeah. Bumblebee scenes for future Transformers. Okay, movie. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, bring in, um, you know, uh, like that kind of thing. Just, that's the kind of collaborative efforts that I would love to see more of yeah. if it gives us these quality of movies. Well, you don't get like a very quirky version like you said, where it's like, hmm, that's yeah. not quite the same character I fell in love with, but K. But no, yeah, this was, and we really felt in every scene, like you felt the direness, you felt yep. the, the stakes being what they were. And it was the first movie, yeah. <laughs> like in its entirety, that genuinely felt like a comic book crossover event come to life. Yep. Like all yeah. the others had been the cinematic yeah. comic crossover. This was the first movie that, at least Everything. to me, felt like it was the comic crossover brought to life. And then you had... Like, no hold bar. You, uh, you had the Black Order, but you had the real star of the show. Vision. Thanos did nothing wrong? No, he still did the lot wrong. <laughs> Thanos 2020? Thanos 2020. <laughs> I mean, only if he gets rid of the stupid people. Oh, Squidward? <laughs> uh, but no, it was... like I don't think I've ever... I can't remember the last time I saw a portrayal of a movie where the villain was the main character. Yeah. That's exactly how they shot this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely shot in the way that every story beat this there. Wasn't, this the wasn't about the Avengers trying to were, stop Thanos. This was about Thanos getting the stones. Yeah, like yeah. Every, every beat that was traditionally reserved for the protagonist was given to Thanos in the mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. Like, you... What other movie has done that? I can't... Nothing that immediately I, comes to mind. I mean, in... Or at least... Keep in mind, I, that, I can't that's think of one, but... what movie has the villain gotten that? Not... The anti-hero. Right. What movie did the villain get that? That's like, yeah, nothing comes to mind. Because you can crazy. say the anti-hero got the protagonist role uh, in plenty of other uh, like superhero Deadpool. movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, even <laughs> movies favorite. where the, there was an actual protagonist plus uh, the anti-hero yeah. uh, and a villain. Like, you had those where, like, Winter Soldier even. Yeah. Uh, oh, Dr. Rebel say, Long Blog. But... <laughs> Fair. Well, Fair. This was, and this was also, this was the culmination of a ten-year process. Yes. It was. And you could tell yep. by the time the movie was over, you could tell this was ten years in the making. And I was then, emotionally like drained. Yeah. From it, like. Well, I think everybody was. I think we all know why. We can just go ahead and. Mr. Stark. 
I, 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 I don't feel, feel so, so good. <laughs> I feel so good. Uh, Mr. Mr. Dude, I saw Mr. it. Stark? I saw it in the theaters ahead of time because of hookups and whatnot. I won't say how. Um, but there was only a lot, there was only like twenty of us in the theater, and like I was crying. Oh, I. So when I went and saw it, I was sitting right by a kid who went to the theater dressed as Iron Man, and like he like he had his like costume on. He had like the plastic yep, like it's all helmet. All your fault, kid. Yep. Anyways, the point that I was trying to get at was yes. I was sitting right Did beside you tell him, him. Like it's your hero's fault. No, because I'm not a d bag like you can be. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm honest. She's not to Satan. A fault. Okay. Might look like a Satan worshiper, I swear I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, the point I was trying to get at was I was sitting beside him, I'm sitting here like bawling my eyes out. I brought tissues like packed into my purse just to like, I knew I was sure. gonna need them. Sure. All of a sudden I hear, <laughs> I look over and this kid's mask is like, he's throwing it on the floor. He's like sitting he like this. He he's... knows. Tony Dunn effed up. He knows. Can I finish my story without your cynicism? for like two seconds. No. You're asking no cynicism from Mike? Just two seconds. Uh, can we ask him a lot? <laughs> Anyways, like he he's like, the kid's maybe seven or eight. Sure. He's like throwing his mask down on the ground. He's like doubled over, oh. crying into his hands. And almost like, hey bud, like, and I handed him a tissue. Cause his parents were also bawling their eyes out and not able to console him. Yeah. And he just, he was not okay. Like it was. Good. Oh my god. Okay, it was two seconds. Choose better heroes. It was two seconds, so I'll give him that one. But like, I was like, oh my gosh. Even... But like, we saw it together. Yeah. And when the credits hit, dude, nobody oh. was talking. Yeah, nobody no was moving. Everybody just sat there. I went to a completely sold out showing of it. And people like, stuck you, around you, you could hear... for in credits, hoping that there would be yeah. an in credits scene that would make things a little bit better. I think we only have five and people leave. Then before. we got uh, the one in credits scene that people kind of went like, wait, what? what? No. But even then, it didn't really make it better. No. It was just kind of surprising. It's like that meme that was going around. Like Thor was like me going to sit down and watch Infinity yeah. War and he's all, all cheery. He's like me afterwards. He's like, <laughs> Not okay. No, no, not okay not at all. Okay, but it was brilliant. Oh yeah, no, it was fantastic, but it was. But it was brilliant because it's Ugh. set up, and you can see why this was originally supposed to be a two-part film. Oh yeah, there, there's no way around it. No, but... there, mm -mm. even if you wanted to try to combine them without cutting out major parts of the story, this couldn't have. Neither Infinity War or Endgame yeah. could have been shorter than it was. No. But it also it also makes sense why they then turned like three him hours? into Endgame was three hours, yeah. Infinity War was two forty. But like it also makes sense why they turned them into two separate movies because it got to the point where it's like, how do you end it? Where do you put the snap in if the snap is going to happen? Yeah. And it was brilliant to end Infinity War with that gut punch of just like what the hell's gonna happen next. Yep. Yep. It was, oh. And then after that, we got a little bit of a cheerier movie with Ant-Man and the Wasp thing. Yay! Like, so it's credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. But in the meantime, guys, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp <laughs> was actually really fun. It was. It was exactly what it needed to be. Yes. I, it was I, just fun. Yeah. It was fun. I need that gentle holding after Infinity War. Yes. I was like, it's, everything will be okay. We'll get through it. <laughs> Until the end credits scene. Yeah. 
But then it also, you also finally got the last member of the original Avengers team on the big screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they even brought Michelle Pfeiffer into play. Yeah, which yeah. was just great. So, like, finally, it was kind of one of those, like, Kevin Feige and interviews. And she has actually aged surprisingly well. Yes. Like, Kevin Feige and interviews always talked about that, like, in his office is the cover of Avengers number one, and he was literally just crossing them off as they were finally getting them on the big screen. <sighs> so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was very much, that was a fun movie. But it was also a very important movie because it introduced the whole reason why Endgame was, was even possible. possible. The quantum realm. Quantum realm. Well, it was introduced in the first one. But we got to dive into it. Right. Literally yeah. dive they into it. Literally go into it and you understand how the quantum realm works and how time is displaced and everything like that. Yeah. I was actually okay with uh, what they did with their villain for that movie with uh, Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. I was okay with that because she was a villain who, in she all rights, wasn't really a villain. Yeah, she just, just had a basic. I just she was it. desperate and didn't have time or the inclination <laughs> to try to sit down and ask nicely for help. She was also like a small kid, wasn't she? Or younger than most everybody else? Early twenties, I think. She was younger. So she started off as a kid when she was afflicted with her issues. Yeah, right. that's what I'm she saying. Worked, yeah, yeah, she grew she, up. She, she never, worked up to like the Yeah, she, she never got a chance to actually yeah. like, you know, yeah. learn how to right. properly. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. yeah. That, that's more what I was getting yeah. at. Was like yeah, yeah. Mentally, she was acting like a child. Just, but, yeah. Not quite able to use words to be like, help. <laughs> and then, like you alluded to, we get the end credit scene. Mm. Uh, and guys, can't, can't forget uh, Lawrence Fishburne's uh, cameo as Goliath. Which, Walt, <laughs> yeah. Or Walton Goggins being in this movie. Yeah, how big did you get? Oh, God. Walton Goggins, which was... Seriously? Um, uh, sorry, I'm blanking. Justified? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the guy's yeah. actual name. Just remember the roles he's been in. Yeah. Uh, I have that same problem. Yeah. But, but yeah, getting Walton Goggins in this was awesome. I mean, that was actually, like, starting off going, okay, is he going to be like a villain? or Okay, yeah, so he's just going to be the comedic relief that comes in every now and then yeah. that thinks he's the villain. Got it. Yeah. Uh, which, honestly, I was okay with that whole uh, plot line. Like, I know a, there were a lot of people I've talked to that were actually kind of annoyed by it because they're like, why was that necessary? I thought that part of this movie was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but... But yeah, no, Ant-Man and the Wasp was a lot of fun. We finally got to see uh, Evangeline Lily kick some ass, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. She, she was got a better definitely hair. better used than she was in the first one. And movie. she got a better haircut than she had in the first one. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then, after Ant-Man and the Wasp, we got... Captain Marvel. Which, eh. It was there. It brought some depth to the universe. We Best got the, Stan Lee cameo. It, we, got the, <laughs> we finally got the introduction Sorry. of the scrolls. Yeah, got the scrolls. We, we did get a a proper um, expansion of the cosmic side of the MCU. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we, we finally got to see more of what was happening out there. Right. Which it's not all just on between, Earth. There's, there's other crap going on. Yeah, between <laughs> Captain Marvel 2 and <clears throat> Guardians 3, those Maybe the only cosmic sides of the MCU for Phase Four, 
Well, if they come to Phase 4, we don't know yet. Yeah, if they end up coming to Phase 4. Um, which, I mean, if they continue to build off of everything uh, that Captain Marvel showed us was out there in the issues that are happening, mm -hmm. both of those movies could end up having a lot to play with just from the things that were introduced in Captain Marvel alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not even mentioning uh, some of the things that were brought up for uh, Guardians 2. Right. To add in on top of that, right. but yeah, I mean, Captain Marvel was okay. Um, it was definitely clear to me that the director had never done movies before; that he was a strictly TV uh, guy. Because well, I think it was no, wasn't it? Who did that? Keep talking. Hi. Uh, well, I'll just tell the, you. Do you have an IMDb app on your phone? So do I. Of course. I'm, I'm, I get to judge him. Oh, man. why? Because <laughs> you're but you. the, uh, I mean, the, the camera work. The camera work was very basic. Like it was close up, out, out. Yeah, couple Anna, mid range. Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck directed it. And their previous work. Uh, I'm been. getting there, damn it. Yeah, and of course the uh, the big issue here was that. Um, now that he's like talking about like being filming a TV show, it did seem like each kind of like section of the movie well, yeah. was like episodic. Well, not even that. It, and uh, feeling, like, at least. If you look at the camera work, you your close-ups, your mid-range, and your wide-angle shots, and very little movement of the camera in between. Yeah. And a very inappropriate understanding of when each type of shot was needed. needed. Yeah. Like you had close-up shots. Uh, for a lot of the fight scenes, which mm -hmm. really should have been minimum mid-range mid shots. Yeah. You had a lot of like the big space battles set as wide shots, which should have been close, close up yeah. uh, to give them more context. So she directed It's Kind of a Funny Story, which is actually a film that doesn't get enough credit. Mm. Which is kind Never of a funny it. story. Hmm? Which is kind of a funny story. Waka waka waka. But anything else? Anything else interesting? That's really about it. Yeah, these are very inexperienced directors that just didn't understand cinematic camera movement, and unfortunately, Which it shows. Which helps really sets a scene too. Yeah, like it can really detract from it if it's not done properly. And like I had heard that particular critique actually literally right before I walked in to see the movie for the first time, and so you had that like fresh on your mind too. Mississippi grind. Well, so, like, I heard it, and then I couldn't not see it. That's, like, yeah. every aspect of it, I'm going, wait, huh. So It's like, most other, other why, people why, would have done it, like, have, this way, or, like... Yeah. Like, why, why, why wouldn't you have, like, moved the camera with this? Why, why, would, why would you have uh, not gone, uh, like, handheld cam here or set a cam over here? That should have been a crane shot. That shouldn't have been yeah. just, uh, like... Because mo that was the other thing. Most of... The camera shots felt like they were like strapped down on a tripod because there was so little camera movement, yeah. and it just didn't feel natural. Mm -hmm. That's why I said it felt like it's kind of like TV show. I say episodic because yeah. like each looking back at the movie, like me just now looking back on it, yeah, like this section, yeah, this part, yeah, this part, yeah, this part. It wasn't like a flow. So it was a very duo. like blocky. So yes. they're a duo. They yes. direct everything together, but yes. they also did half Nelson. Oh. Actually, wasn't a bad play. Yeah, but they only have how many directing credits between them? Like four or five. But they're still. It's kind of a funny story. Half Nelson, Mississippi Grind. Those aren't bad movies. 
But they are. But I mean, you understand. I understand they aren't what you're big saying. epics like no, they, yeah, they yeah. should have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it it a different director probably yeah could have done a better job with it, but overall I can't really knock the story too much because the story was decent. It wasn't a terrible story. It was just it needed a different director or with these directors they needed a different story that would fit how they understood camera uh, work but the problem was the story they had didn't fit their style and they needed somebody to have uh, held their hands along the way that they didn't have yeah. I still think the best thing that movie was Samuel L. Jackson fawning over a cat <laughs> I still think the best thing in that movie was Sam Jackson's face in general like the CGI for his face oh my gosh like we have come so far from the opening scene from Ant-Man yeah and uh oh oh yeah. we have come so far from that and that was just a couple years ago yeah I mean oh I know like I said, like I said, wow. Just him fawning over the cat. Oh, who's a good kitty? Oh, who's yeah. a good kitty? And it, I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> and then we finally find out who betray, uh, personally betrayed him to make him lose his eye. Yeah. That part I was actually a bit like, why? Yeah, that really, was kind of like, like, you guys couldn't have come up with something more interesting than that. I've been carrying that thing around. <laughs> Also, something else I heard later that actually made a lot of sense, the uh, the end, or the, the mid-credits scene where uh, the cat... No, that was the end. Oh, the end credit scene where the cat vomits up the, the test track. track. Would have made so much more sense if they had cut the scene where he ate it in the first place. So that it just disappeared and nobody really knew where it was. Uh, and all of a sudden the yeah, end credit okay. scene, I'll give you bleh, and you went, Oh. oh, like that was the probably uh, the one other comment about the movie that like it hit me going wait that would have been good yeah, yeah. as opposed like you said just disappearing and it's like oh no no not a hairball no no oh, oh. yeah oh that's not a hairball yep oh just kidding and then finally in game because we are now our ten minutes in uh. <sighs> think if we'd let him go on about civil war <laughs> right um oh thanks somebody jumped on likes my captured hey um but yeah so in game huh yeah <laughs> that was i was emotionally drained after the end of that movie i Still am, like, <laughs> like, like I told everybody going in, like I, we had a major launch at work. I was like, cool. So here are the people that you can call because you're not calling me. Yep. Because mm -hmm. as soon as I get into that theater, my phone's turning off. It's not going on silent. It's turning off. So that was a tough one. Nothing else will exist for the next three hours. Yeah. Outside of this movie theater. The end of Infinity War was tough. The entirety of Endgame was tough. Uh. Like, it was just emotionally draining. It was basically, yeah, it was the final send-off for what has been... Too many people. Essentially the entirety of my adult life. Yeah? This franchise started when I was 21 years old. 
20. Yeah. First Iron Man came out when I was 20. Yeah. Like, it has been essentially the entirety of my adult life has been led up to yeah. that that movie. Wait, what year did Iron Man come out? 2008. 2008. Oh, dang, it did. Same night, the same year as The Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, no, the in-game was so emotionally draining. I just, like... I don't even know where to begin with it. It was there just were, like, I... There was some great stuff in it. Although, uh, our friend Anna, um, I can't stop agreeing with her that Black Widow deserved better. I don't think she did. I think I, that fit that the character perfectly. Yeah. Really? Yes. You think that that's how she should have ended in Hawkeye Survived? Yes. Really? Yeah. Her, her I big think thing, like, because so, she never had anything until she had them. Yeah. So to do whatever it took to that get was, them back makes total sense. That's who she picked as a family. Mm. That is like that was who she picked as family. That's the people she fell in love with. Like so much so that it was adopted. in the original draft, it was Hawkeye that went over, and mm -hmm. it was it was in the, and the Russo brothers. It was their it was one of their I think it was their second unit director or whatever that that's been with them on everything. She was like, no, no. She's like, you're not taking this away from her. No, like she. She's like, this is her moment. Like, the mm -hmm. whole taking the red out of the ledger and making up for the past sins and everything like that. Like, that was yeah. that was it. That was everything led to that moment for her. It was yeah. a, It was actually a perfect bow for her. It, it, get an emotional thing about it. Because, like, she went through so much crap. Like, like when they're sitting there trying to figure out what they're going to do and she's just like, whatever it takes. Yeah. Which, and then that was all her drive was. I mean, I will, years. I will it was, say it was that literally to put her family back together. Yeah, I will say that uh, she had some amazing character moments in in the game. Like it was a great movie for her. I mean, I personally wish uh, that it could have been. I don't know. It could have been a little bit different, but yeah. I also think it would have been better overall if she had just gotten more development before in game. But this was her moment to kind of shine. But yeah, no, it, it definitely yeah. was. Because she and, was never, and and everybody being pissed off that they didn't hold a funeral for her, like, she was never a public figure. No. Yeah. She showed, <clears throat> like, the only thing that she ever did publicly was at the end of Winter Soldier when she's testifying before Congress. Yes. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, she's like, we're pretty much going to go back to doing what we do, bye. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. And then, of course... As uh, Clyde Williams over on uh, YouTube is pointing out, Captain America. <sighs> Which scene? So much Captain America. Which scene? All of them. I mean, it I is... mean, definitely the uh, the big one at the end. I mean, uh, but let's uh, be big let's, ones at the end. But let's be real. But, like, it is America's ass first and foremost. Yes. yes. <laughs> it is America's ass. Oh, that's America's ass. <laughs> like, I always thought of that as America's ass, Cap. That is America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Himself up. <laughs> Honestly, that whole uh, cap on cap fight scene, that was just amazing. Yeah. And, that, and I was so loved that like, they did Oh, you've got to be kidding me. I love yeah, that I they found did that. I was like, are they really about to do this? Did we? So I guess like, I think I asked you right well, afterwards. The, 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 the secretary has me on it personally. Plans have changed. Everybody's like, wait, this guy too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So what? <laughs> that part, oh my gosh, I I about died when that happened. I'm like, oh yes. I, I think the smirk with it was one of the best things. It was just like, 
Just like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, oh my gosh. Oh, it, it, oh. I mean, especially for all of the comic book fans out there yeah. that actually sat through and read the, uh, the, the uh, Captain Hydra. Secret uh, Empire. It, Secret Empire stuff. Um, that was just amazing yeah. that, that they went there. But like, the, uh, oh. I know I talked to you about it. And then of course, at the end of that scene, or I guess the, the thing that caused that scene to go crazy, Hulk. Yeah. Just <laughs> more scares! There. <laughs> oh my god. I talked to him afterwards. Oh, I like, I, I think you were doing something in middle, like, I think you were at work, and I texted you and went, where did Loki go? Because it all of a sudden dawned on me that like, yeah. it was never like, it was just, we'll he, figure was, that out. he was just uh, gone. We'll figure and that went, out in the like, Disney Plus series. I, I, was yeah. like, I was like, did you talk to Brad about this? He was like, I, I don't know. I was like, but where did Loki go? He's like, I don't have any answers for you. He's like, but what happened? <laughs> We're going to find out later. Multiverse. And, no, I was, I was so like fixated on that. Like I, I started like reading a bunch of stuff. I was like blowing you up. I think you were at work, like I said. Like it was just. <laughs> this isn't Back to the Future. Wait, Back to the Future is bullshit. <laughs> like, oh it's, my gosh. But like, what made it so great was was that they literally called they, they called back so many things from so many previous movies. Yeah, and, and they did it in such a way that you're looking back at those movies going, wait. Was this like like land, land? or and did they just happen to really oh see no some they planned everything <laughs> which is so crazy even like oh like we, the, we haven't gotten there yet but, but like yeah. Ronan and and Black Widow flying to Vormir and he's just like this is exactly he's like this reminds me of Budapest <sighs> like the callback to them bantering in the first Avengers movie yeah. yeah. Like, like the, all of it was just fantastic. It was a callback mm -hmm. to everything. Yeah, yep. and so here's uh, what I will say. While Infinity War was the comic book event brought to life in its purest form, Endgame was that in its proper epic narrative. Like, yeah. it, it didn't feel like the comic book event. It felt like the An comic event, event. epic. Yeah. Yeah, and when, especially when you uh, take those two movies and put the stories together into a yeah. single one, it truly is it turns into the, the comic book epic. Like they literally had to go back through time and tackle everything that happened before it to get yeah. to the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like that first yeah. trailer where it's just like part of the journey is the end. I was like, I am not ready for this movie emotionally. No. Okay, so <laughs> as much uh, crap as you want to give Tony Stark, he finally did his something scene right. with his dad. That was great. Aww. And then when they brought back freaking Jarvis. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the callbacks to all the the callbacks to all the shows. Yes. Like the callback to the Agent Carter show. It was there was it was this was literally they brought back was, Peggy. They brought back Jarvis. Peggy. This movie was for <laughs> everybody that's been there every step of the way. They they referenced the one, everything. The one part of the MCU TV side mm -hmm. that the cinematic side was willing to acknowledge. Yeah. yeah. They still won't acknowledge Agents of Shield, but that's well. Technically, they went there. to an alternate future, so we're not sure what's going on with that. But, yeah. but like, it was, it was <laughs> like, and you just like. But like, and it's so funny because like Mark, like Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely in interviews, they're like, you're like, at what point is it fan service? At what point is it actually doing like proper justice to the story? It's always proper justice to the story. But like they, they basically were like we just got to the point where it's like 
while it's some of it's going to be fan service, we realize that it's fan service like not in a sense that we're kind of dumbing down the audience or we're kind of playing to what the audience wants. It's fan service in that it's what's true to the characters. Sure. Yeah. And, and like that it's was what great. the characters like Tony like Tony Stark finally doing the one thing and finally making the play for like it calls back to an Avengers when he's like, You're not the guy to make the hero play. You're not the guy to lay on the wire while your buddy crawls over you to get to safety. No. And he finally makes the hero play. Yeah. Yeah. As the last thing that he does. And then at, during just, that final fight, the, going... yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, if I tell you, it won't happen because you'll keep trying to find a way to not be the guy to make like, the play. And then when his, it happens, his, he just his, his interaction with uh, Doctor Strange during that final fight, yeah, like that, honestly, that that got me because uh, oh. like it it took me a second to realize what he was saying. Yeah, he's like, and then as soon as it the uh, started happening, it dawned on me, wait. No. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. like that scene's great where like oh. you're like, oh, Captain Marvel's got, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, what's, what? And then like even the face that Strange makes, he's like, no. And like Tony looks over at me, he's like, no, this is it. Yeah. No, I was, mm-mm. Like, I kind of had an idea as soon as we did the one, I was like, no, 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 no. And then, and Talking then they, about that final fight. I will say, as much as I enjoyed the uh, the the female Avengers uh, oh, team, the A Force call the out, -Force yeah. call out uh, trying to protect uh, Spider-Man uh, in the Adorable glove. Baby Tom I will say <laughs> how it should have ended actually did that scene better. Which was I'm trying to remember what they're. How it should have ended came back in and they came together. Everybody's ready to go, and then Captain Marvel just goes. Oh, just blast everybody! Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry, did you guys want part of that? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I guess not. It's just okay. And they're all just looking at her pissed, like, it's our moment. <laughs> like it's that, I'm, moment. I, uh, I saw that, and it, it just kind of started clicking. Wait, she could have done that, couldn't she? Like, yeah. Huh. But, like, the last, and, like, and it's so poignant, too, like, the, the last, baby Tom like, the last <laughs> words that Tony Stark said are the last words to the end of the first Marvel movie. Oh. I am Iron Man. Yep. Oh. Like, it was literally, like, they, they took everything that came before it into account when making this film. Yeah. Like, the fact oh, that... Cap lifting your, uh, yep. We finally oh. yeah, we got that. Oh, I knew it! But, yeah, <laughs> that scene. Oh. When it's like, I was like, how is he controlling it? It hits him in the back end and it goes like, like, fucking yes! Yes! <laughs> And then he just catches like, it, and I was like, sorry. But, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I understand. No. I understand. Okay, that, uh, one, that one was kind yeah. of <laughs> one appropriate time. Like, I, oh. like, dude, like, the theater went absolutely nuts. Yeah, no, oh. I I think I squealed, so, like, a really, like, I had a kid sitting so there, behind me again. I, I was like, yes! Like, 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 <laughs> there, there, was, uh, there was actually uh, one of those uh, cell phone videos that popped up, like, uh, right after it came out. Mm -hmm. uh, that was just that scene came up. And like the audio for uh, on the phone literally cut out because yep. it spiked so hard because yep. the audience just ah! yeah oh yeah and then you got the scene oh. of Thanos breaking the shield just like in the comics yeah huh. and he's laying like the the only th to me the film was perfect for what it was it was literally the culmination yeah. of an event it was yeah it was it was a singular event that built up ten years in the making 
I just, I, there's one thing that I would have done different, and it's the, I can do this all day line. I wouldn't have put it in the Captain America fight. Really? I would have put it at the end when Thanos is monologuing and just talking and talking and talking and the army's Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah, gets yeah. up and he pulls the strap tighter and the shield's all busted yes. and he's all cut up. That's, That's where what, I would have used uh, that. I, I, I agree with you on that okay, one. That yeah. would have been amazing. Mm -hmm. Um do this all day. And then <laughs> and honestly, I was kind of expecting it and then it uh then yeah, I it, I mean for the comedic bite, I like it where I can do this all. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but um and um, then when the, everybody the, the starts part, coming back through the portals, yeah, so, oh, we have a lot like the the, <laughs> the on your left yeah. uh, bit that came up and, and uh, the, that's the, the part portal opens, all, yep. And then everybody comes through. Like I got chills when that happened. And then he gets on your left and then just and then he gives the Avengers oh. assemble line finally, and he doesn't yell Avengers. it. He just like says assemble, like it's Avengers assemble, assemble. like let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and then the music starts building up, and they're all running at each other. I was like, here we go. Like, yes. Oh, dude, the theater was going insane, especially uh, with the scene right before that. Thanos having his army just appear behind him, yeah. and he just had that cocky mm -hmm. look on his just face. Just like, I, yeah, I got this. this oh, is, this is, this is cool. dude. And then even then, when they defeated him, like it wasn't. It wasn't this grandiose thing where Thanos is monologuing about how he would have done yeah. so much. Like he like just how it was the beginning. He just, yeah. <laughs> like how well, he's this was a very different Thanos. <laughs> yeah. And so this it, it was a before. different yeah. Right. It was a different reaction. But even then, like all the times that we had seen him, like he was talking about how what he was doing was best for the universe yep. and how yep. he's really right and blah blah blah. And then when he loses, he doesn't cry. He doesn't pout. Like he literally just goes and sits down, and then just oh. kind of dusts. Yeah. Although, yeah, I know that they could never have done it for the movie, but once again, I gotta give props to how it should have ended. The opening uh, scene that they did for their in-game, how it should have ended, uh, when they're talking, uh, they're going in there, they're talking about uh, how, uh, you know, they can, uh, you know, well, if uh, you go back to New, uh, New yeah. York, you can, uh, you, you can have uh, three different Infinity Stones at any given time, and then Thor walks in, well, if you go back to whatever the plant was where Thanos was, you can have all five of them at one time. Wait, what? Yeah. What? And then Thor's like, well, uh, I got this, uh, buddy. You're kind of out of shape. No, no, g give me a second for a uh, fitness montage. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Comes back in, full, uh, like, beard braided up and everything. He's like, okay, okay, cool. Comes in and, like, right as Thanos is getting uh, ready to snap, get rid of it, arm, uh... Arm cuts off, and he's like, "What? What was that?" Whack! Yeah. Got the head this time. And that's something too, like the fact that they killed him ten minutes into the movie. Yeah. I know. I was like, just where are we going from here? I was just like, oh. And then he kind of just stumbles off, kind of in a daze, and then yeah. does the five-year time. And then Ronan coming in. Yeah. Oh, that scene's amazing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like literally you see where Nat, where Nat's kind of directing them all to and then like she puts War Machine on trying to find Clint and he's like he's killing everyone everyone yeah. he's like it's a bloodbath and then like she finally like catches up to him after he wastes an entire basically subdivision of the Yakuza yeah mm -hmm. And he's just like, if you shouldn't, not the yeah. entirety of he's one. just like, you like, shouldn't be there. <laughs> it was a lot of people. Like, it was... like, and he wasn't messing around no. either. Like, he was, there was no killing hesitation everything. Any yeah. of his swings. Yeah. But, uh, but since we literally could go through and so just like... uh, fangirl over in game all day. Well, and then the end. Um, 
Yeah. Them teasing, seeing her throughout their time heist, as Ant-Man so poetically called it. Mm. Yeah. Because Back to the Future is bullshit. Which is still an amazing line. Yeah. Yeah. But then Cat he finally... back and uh, handing out the shield. <sighs> well, it wasn't even that he did it. It's like, yeah, so Steve volunteered for this, and I was like, I'm not ready for this. No. I know what's about to happen. Oh, yep. And then as soon as he was the like, car is he down. made the Bucky. And, yep. uh, and then like, all right, five, four, and he doesn't come back, and Bruce and Falcon are, and Sam are freaking out, and Bucky just kind of gets that little smile and just walks off. I was like, <sighs> yeah. We, I, it, it was, it was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got like, he got to live his life. Yeah. But, I'm gonna like it. now moving on to uh, the final edition well, I was gonna say, of do we need to the really uh, Phase 3. We we'll we'll spend like two minutes on it yeah. since we actually did a spoiler-free review and, and a spoiler review, which is still, yeah. I swear, coming. Uh, life and stuff got busy. Yeah. Um, We're adults. Yeah. <laughs> One of us has a kid. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, so Spider-Man Far From Home came out, and honestly, while Endgame wrapped up the storylines that had been built up to well, mm -hmm. Far From Home helped wrap up the impact on the universe yep. yeah. well, because that was the one thing that we only got to see for like a minute towards the beginning, well, it's not even a minute, uh, a little bit longer at the beginning of the movie, uh, the impact of the snap on the universe, on the people, Right. Uh, but then Far From Home, we totally really like got to see that. Kid. Well, and that's, well, <laughs> yeah. can I go back to the previous movie? For Endgame? Oh, that's yeah. what made it so brilliant, because the entire film is about what it did to the original six characters. Yeah, yeah. And how, rather than and the how, whole world. Right, it focused on them and how they took the loss. Yeah. Everyone knows who's And yeah, that's the thing, here. a lot of people do complain about the fact that we didn't see enough context about what happened in the world uh, because of the snap. Well, that wasn't the point. No, the you got point that was... In, was you got that in Far From Home. The yeah. point but. was to see how it affected these six characters that started this entire universe. See you, Clyde. Thanks for uh, sticking around. Uh, you've been an awesome commenter, by the way. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. But no, yeah, Far From Home kind of showed us, here's how it affected everything else. Yeah. But that's not what Endgame was about. No. no. So no, it, was, it was all fantastic uh, in general. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Far From Home came in and just really made it work. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no, Far From was... Uh-oh. Are those technical difficulties? I think we may have lost the internet. Entirely? Oh, Wi-Fi here. I'm not totally. I'm not on the Wi-Fi. I am. Let's find out. Why am I not on your Wi-Fi? So, I think we may have lost the internet. If uh, any of you happen to actually be able to still uh, see us, uh, fantastic. Otherwise, um... Whoops. This means you have to do an edited one where you have to go and find no, that sound. My yes. Gosh, no, my gosh, no. Yes! <laughs> no. Hey. Hi, live. Oh, wait. And there it goes. JK! Okay. Well, uh, and... Will you, will you please do this for me? Oh, I, my gosh. I hate you. Please. I hate you so much. Don't please. give in to him. Please. Anyway, to go ahead and try <laughs> to wrap this up, uh, Far From Home was a fantastic uh, way to wrap up the Phase 3. Uh, if you had to do another movie past right. Endgame. Yeah. Um, they did it really well, 
It was great character development for Tom Holland and uh, honestly, uh, the rest of the cast. Yeah, and it sets up what's going to happen for Spider-Man <laughs> and maybe the rest of the universe as a whole because yeah. what if yeah. what happens to Spider-Man happens to other heroes? Yeah. Exactly. That choose to have a secret identity. Yes. Because some of them or do, some of them to. don't. Yes. Oh, Doctor Strange. Oh, we're doing, we're doing secret identities? Yeah. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> like, oh, so we're using our made-up names. <laughs> So anyway, uh, so yes, uh, Phase Three was fantastic. Lots, lots, lots. It was happened. a lot of great stuff, and um, yeah, uh, definitely the strongest phase of the three so far. Oh yeah, yeah. Biggest universe building as well. So many movies though. Yeah. So many movies. Eleven. That's such a little time. Eleven movies over three, three years. years is. Yeah. A lot. Once you like put it in that perspective, it's it's kind of it's mind-boggling. Exhausting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a bit but. much. Okay. Oh, hey, internet's back up. Huzzah. You know. Anyway, so um, yeah. With that, this has been fun. It really has. So. Um. But yeah, yeah. It's all. Uh, it's been great. Great talking about it. Really great. And yeah, uh, so for those of you that stuck around through the weird internet outage that just hit. The blip. <laughs> no, the decimation. Uh, it is the decimation. <laughs> it's the blip. It is the I hate decimation. the name, but like, it, it, it just, it. It is the decimation, damn it. <laughs> Excuse me, I just anyway, um, thank, uh, thank you for st mm. sticking around this long. Uh, as we said at the very beginning of this, if this is your first time checking out one of our videos, um, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, don't forget to subscribe, which is down here or down below. In the towel section? Down here somewhere. Uh, uh. In the towel section? Well. Why am uh, I like in the middle of this part? <laughs> uh, and if you are watching on Facebook, I think it's up don't forget somewhere. to uh, like and follow us up here somewhere. I think it's over me. Is it? Eh, one of the two. Um, and then of course, uh, if you like our stuff but don't always have time to be able to watch, uh, all of our interviews and podcasts are available in audio mm -hmm. form on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Great Play, iHeartRadio, um, Stitcher. Uh, Did you say iTunes already? Yeah. Yes. I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so don't forget to check us out over there if uh, you prefer the audio of the, all this. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, thank you all for sticking around, and until next time, this is Brad Mike from Dallas Geek with Kyla. Kyla. Don't. Saying. What? I'm just extra. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. See ya.